Chapter 19 of Nettie and Becky Stubtail. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shreya. Nettie and Becky Stubtail by Howard R. Garris. Nettie in the Kindling Wood. Nettie, Nettie, where are you? called Miss Stubtail, the mama bear. One afternoon, as she stood on the back steps, which were still colored dark from the goo that Uncle Wigwag had put there, the time Nettie and Becky were going to take the honey cakes, as I told you in the other story. Nettie, Nettie, called the mama bear. There was no answer for a moment, and then Tommy, the little kitten boy, came running as fast as he could run. What's the matter, Tommy Cat? asked Miss Stubtail. Is a bad rat chasing you? Oh, no, not a bad rat answered Tommy, as he quickly hid under an old ash can. You see, we are playing hide-and-seek, and Nettie, he's it. I'm hiding away from him. Don't tell where I am, will you? Of course not, said Miss Stubtail with a laugh. So that's why Nettie didn't answer me, she went on. He's playing a game. Very well, Tommy Cat. But when you get in Humphrey, or when Nettie finds you, just tell him for me, if you please, that I want to see him. I will promised Tommy Cat, and then he pulled his tail in close under the ash can, so when Nettie came to look for him, he wouldn't see him. Truly enough, in a short time, Nettie Stubtail, the little boy bear, came looking for all the animal children who were playing the game. He saw Jimmy Wibblewobble, the boy duck, hiding under some cornmeal sacks. Then he saw Johnny Bushytail, the squirrel in her nut bag, and Nettie saw Jackie and Petey Bow Wow cuddled up together behind the rainwater barrel. But Nettie could not find Tommy Cat, and finally the little boy bear had to call out, Give ye up, give ye up. Come on in free. This meant that when Tommy ran out from where he was hiding, Nettie would not tag him, and the kitten boy would not be it. So out Tommy came from under the ash can, and Nettie said, Oh, so that's where you were, eh? Sure I was, said Tommy. But say, Nettie, your mama wants you. Really? asked Nettie. Really, truly, and truly, really, laughed Tommy. Just then, Miss Stubtail came out and called again. Nettie, Nettie, I want you. What is it, Mama? asked Nettie, politely, and wondering where he would hide when it came his turn. I want you to bring me in some kindling wood for the stove, so I can easily make a fire in the morning to get breakfast, said the bear lady. Oh, Mama, I don't want to, exclaimed Nettie. I want to play hide-and-seek some more. It's my turn to hide and I know a dandy place where they can't find me. Sammy Littletail, the rabbit, has to be it, and he'll never find me. Well, my dear little boy, spoke Miss Stubtail, I know you like to play, but you must also help me. Ringing in the wood is one of your tasks, so don't make a fuss about it. All right, Mama, I won't, said Nettie eagerly. Only do I have to bring in the wood right away? It would be better to get it in before dark, said Miss Stubtail. But I don't mind if you wait a little while longer. Only don't forget it, and don't be too long. It soon gets dark, you know, and you can't see to get me nice sticks of wood. But go on and play a while longer. Miss Stubtail wanted to be kind to Nettie, but she also wished him to feel that he had certain things to do, and must do them. Well, Nettie went on playing hide-and-seek, and he hid in the big clothes basket that was in the yard. He pulled a clean sheet from the line over him, and really the basket looked as though it were filled with clothes from the wash. 
Of course, when Sammy Littletail, the rabbit boy, who was searching for the other animals this time, passed by the basket, he only saw the sheet and never thought that Nettie was hiding under it. So Sammy didn't find Nettie, though he did all the other animal boys, and such fun as Nettie had when he ran in home free. I told you that you couldn't find me, he said. As he tried to stand on one ear, but he couldn't because his ear bent double. Then Nettie fell down, and he knocked over Petey Bow Wow, and Petey bumped up against Jimmy Wibblewobble, the duck, and for a time it looked just like an animal circus. Well, Nettie's stepdad was having so much fun that he forgot all about bringing in the kindling wood for his mama. Then, all of a sudden, it got dark, so dark that the animal boys couldn't play hide-and-seek anymore, and Nettie remembered the wood. Oh, dear! he exclaimed. What's the matter? asked Charlie Chick, who was also playing the game. I forgot all about the wood, spoke Nettie. You stay and help me carry it in, won't you? I'll give you a honey cake if you do, Charlie. Well, I'd like to very much, said Charlie Chick, for I'm very fond of honey cakes. But my mamma told me to come home just as soon as it got dark. I've got to help shell some yellow corn for breakfast. Goodbye. Then Charlie Chick trotted off to his chicken coop, and all the other animal boys went to their homes, though Nettie asked each of them to stay and help him bring in the wood. But none of them could, for they, too, had little things to do at home. Oh dear, sighed Nettie, I've got to bring in the kindling wood all alone, and it's dark, but I suppose it serves me right for letting it go so long. Next time I'll nod. And I suppose it did serve Nettie right, that did not make it any the more pleasant. So the little bear boy went out to the woodpile. It was so dark he could hardly see, but still he was brave, and he made up his mind he was not going to ask Uncle Wigwag or Mr. Whitewash, the polar bear, to help him. For it's my own fault for not bringing in the wood earlier, thought Nettie. He hurried all he could and brought in one pawful, which he put in the wood box behind the stove. His mama didn't say anything when Nettie stood there in the kitchen a minute, sort of waiting-like, as though he hoped she would excuse him. Mama Stubtail really felt sorry for her little bear cub, but she knew it would be a good lesson to him. And there are more kinds of lessons in this world than you learn from your school books, you know. So Nettie went out to the woodpile again, and it was darker than ever. The little bear boy piled his paws full of the fire sticks and started for the house. It was quite a distance, and before Nettie got there, someone stepped up behind him and grabbed him tightly. Oh dear, cried the little bear boy. Who is it? It is I, the skillery scalery alligator, was the answer, given in a shivery sort of voice. At last I have you. I have been waiting until it was dark enough for me to carry you off without anyone seeing me. Now I've got you. Come along. No, I'm not going, cried Nettie and he struggled to get loose. But he couldn't, for the gator held him too tightly. Oh, help, help, cried poor Nettie. Hush, no more of that, snarled the skillery alligator, and he held one paw over Nettie's mouth, so the little bear boy couldn't call for help. Come along, cried the alligator, and he started to drag Nettie away. And then the little bear cub thought of something. In his paws were a lot of sharp, jagged sticks of wood. As quickly as a flash, Nettie dropped all but one of these sticks of wood. This one he grasped tightly in his paws, and with that stick he gave that bad alligator 
such a whack on his nose that tears came into his eyes. Oh, wow! Trolley cars and ice cream cones. What happened to me? cried the alligator. Did it thunder and lightning? No, I did it with my little stick, cried Nettie, and he gave the gator another whack, if you will excuse my saying so. Then the alligator cried, wow, again, and more tears came into his eyes. And he could not see through so much salt water, and then Nettie managed to wiggle loose and run to the house. And the gator had too much of a toothache to follow. So the little bear boy got away after all, and the skillery skillery alligator went to the dentist to have his tooth fixed. After that, Uncle Wigwag helped the little bear boy bring in the rest of the wood, and never again did Nettie let his work go until dark. And on the next page, if the coffee grinder didn't take a bite out of the gas stove to make it sing in its sleep, I'll tell you about Becky and her cough medicine. End of chapter 19. Recording by Shreya.